This podcast was brought to you by my brand new book, So Much to Say, A Book of Quotes, available now through Amazon and all e-readers. Visit my website at www.craigtherightersteward.com. She pray over everything, child. We be in the bathroom trying to take a dump. She be in there praying, honey. Asking the Lord, thanking the Lord for his tender mercy, his grace and kindness, his glory. <laughs> they say, you know, we blows it down, honey. <laughs> Father, in the name of Jesus, forget this child, Lord Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you. I thank you, Lord, for your grace, your mercy, your love, your kindness. Lord, I ask that you would guide me, guide my words, guide whatever I say, Lord. Use it for the glorifying, the edifying. You to help someone, Lord, in the name of Jesus, to bless someone. In the name of Jesus, I ask you. Amen. Okay. I had heard about T.S. Madison um, dressing in feminine clothes, and I had told Boo, if I ever saw you dressing in clothes, I'm going to beat you down. And it just so happened it just so happened that I did see Boo this day. We was at a, um, I was going to a grocery store with Dixie, and Boo was in the parking lot talking to some more women, and there was a police <laughs> down from us. And I looked at Boo, Boo looked at me, and Boo was talking, but kept watching me as I walked past. I act just like I didn't even see Boo, and I walked right on past, because mm-hmm. I don't want to go to jail. Mm-hmm. So, and I went on from there in the store. Boo saw me and was watching me to see was I about to attack, uh-huh. but I didn't. So you said you had heard about T.S. Madison. Was, and for those was, listening, T.S. means... Transsexual Madison. Okay. But that's what it meant back then. That's what it meant back then. It means something else now. But what does it mean now? That's T.S. Well, it that's means, Madison. It means tropical storm, and if you get my time wrong, I will turn into a hurricane of the Category 9. This is very personal work for me. Politics. Politics. I believe I was called to Sex. tell my story, use my voice, be a Game. voice for Game. the community, to speak Game. to Game. and for a community of people oh, that's yeah. been ignored, denied, love, love, relationships, relationships, religion. This is my life's work. Religion, religion. I want to use words to uplift, Every heal, inspire, encourage. Do something different. Every Monday at 10. Good day, thinkers, thought leaders, progressives, and dreamers. I'm Craig the Writer Stewart, and this is So Much to Say. These are my thoughts and my voice on black shit, white shit, gay shit, and everything in between. Today, we are talking to Miss Mary Mackins. That is T.S. Madison's mom. And so we're talking about her experience as a parent of a trans woman. Well, my family members have been telling me about, um, they seen um, Boo. I, I can call Boo. T.S. Boo, that's what I call Boo. Mm-hmm. I call my, all them Boo. Okay. Boo one, Boo two, Boo three. Uh huh. But um, I had I was told that Boo was dressing up, and we had me and my sister had discussed about it, and I had no idea that Boo stayed sometime with my sister and me, but more times over to my sister house mm-hmm. to help her watch her children sometime. So the, um, her sons had seen Boo dressed like that. Uh-huh. I never had. Okay. So when I saw it, 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 it just shook me. You know, I, I didn't know what to say. I had no words. I just looked and just looked, and I walked right on by, and I was so full. 
inside, and I just started praying inside. And I just walked at the day at the Winn Dixie, and I just talked to God, and I said, God, I don't, I don't. There's nothing I can do. I want to serve you, and I love my child. I don't know what to do, you know. And I and I, I want to beat the hell out of Boo. I wanted to jump right on Boo. I'm telling you, but then I, I, I didn't want to go to jail. So what were you thinking though, like when you first? Well, was it more which, of a religious thing for you, or was it? Did you? Feel no, some we have shame? to go. You have to go back to some when I first found out okay. about that boo was that way because um, people used to, you know, you know how you have family. Was gay yeah, boo, boo was, was gay. Okay, that boo was gay. And a lot of people say you you just didn't want to see it, but that's not true. Boo did a lot of things to hide a lot of stuff from from me. Uh-huh. And what with with Boo hiding all of that, what hurted me the most is that Boo didn't think to come and talk to me to tell me that I didn't care about this, the other stuff about what other people think. Right. It was a thought that my child didn't think enough to to come to tell me yeah. personally. Mm-hmm. What was going on That hurted me more mm-hmm. And then um, I don't know Am I going too fast No 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 Because yeah, I get nervous No no so, so do you think That it was a, Were you Did it hurt you Because you felt like My child was suffering And hadn't talked to me Yes I went through that And I, I went through it, it hurted me more That my child Didn't think of me To trust me enough To, to be able to share that To share that with me Yeah because I had some family member was telling me about um, they came to my baby came to them first before you think you got such a relationship with your children. They come, they came and told me that they was that way, and I asked my baby about that, and he said, "Mama, I don't know what they talking about." I never told him that, but that was a way of using to try to hurt me. Right. But it did hurt a little bit, but then I was I I I was hurt in so many ways. Right. Craig, it was it was. This is a this ain't no easy thing to walk through. Yeah. So so let me ask this because on one hand you say that you wanted to beat the hell out of her when you saw her at the Winn Dixie, but then yeah, on the other the, hand it's I really wish my child was comfortable enough that, to tell me. But so see, we done you, gap. It's a big gap from feel, where we got from in. the store and 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 okay. from that. It was the first time we're finding out that that this happened. It was at a park boot. I gave Boo It was a, your 18th birthday Boo mm-hmm. It was your 18th It was I think Boo's 18th 17. birthday 17th birthday And Boo wanted to have a party at my house And I said Oh you know 17 that or 18. 17 or 18 And all of a sudden uh, Me and my sister My friends Was all That was before I had gave my well, I had I was seeking God, but I hadn't I had well I was I was walking with God and I walked away mm-hmm. after I went through a divorce and all of that. Um I was seeking, still seeking God, still asking God to help me. Mm-hmm. And um I had we I gave let Boo had a party at my house and all of a sudden it was a big thing, something was going on outside and they said they're out there fighting. And they were saying that my child is gay. They out there, it was um, these punks out here fighting. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to find out what was going on and still didn't know exactly what was happening. And my sister said, Lou, you better come out here because my sister was ready to fight whoever out there because she ain't played. She, that was her baby. Mm-hmm. And she'll fight. She don't, she'll ask questions, fighting first and then going to ask questions later. 
Let me ask you this. You said these punks were out here fighting. What do you mean by that? Do you mean gay people were out here fighting or do you mean, what do you mean? That's what they said. Okay. The, the people who came in, right. who was there at my house, they came and said yeah. that to us. Uh-huh. So my sister went outside. I was in there, you know, preparing, serving, mm-hmm. preparing the food for his body. Mm-hmm. So they were saying, I said, what's going on? And then when I said, well, what's going on? And I asked Boo, and they were saying that um, Boo was gay. And I broke down and went to crying right there. I couldn't even come out no more out of the room mm-hmm. for the rest of that evening. I stayed in. I was so broken mm-hmm. because I was saying that, why would you, this is the way you, you would, um, you, didn't, you didn't care enough to let me know. So this was the first time you had heard that? Right. That Boo was gay. Yes. Wow. And so there was, there was never any inclination because... From what I understand, you were working, though. I always, I worked two jobs. Right. I worked two jobs, and I'll be, the, after my job, I'm there with my children. It was just when, when I'm off, I'm, me and my children will find something to do. Mm-hmm. But I always work two jobs, sometimes three, to make it for me and my children. Mm-hmm. To, so my children wouldn't have to go out and live in the hood or to, to try to give them a better life. Right. Because Madison did a podcast with me uh, back in September. And one of the things that she said on the podcast was when she made the choice to live as a woman, she knew that she couldn't live at home. So she right. left home and she moved home. Right. So, but the, the part that when after all that happened and that, that hurted me so much that I found out that way because I always asked Boo, why couldn't you come and talk to me? Mm-hmm. And tell me what was going on. Why did you have to let me find out this way? I ain't never, you know, even though I serve God, I don't ever want y'all to feel there's nothing you can ever not be able to come and share with me. Mm-hmm. Because I feel that a, the, the, the closest thing we have, a child have, is their parent. If you can't go to your own parents and talk to, who can you go? Because I feel we can give our children the best advice than outsiders. Mm-hmm. So from the time that the party happened when she was 17 or 18 to the time that she started transitioning. Boo left us. Okay. Boo, boo left out of my house because I told her, if you, in my house, if you can't, you, you got a certain time, you're coming in my door. Mm-hmm. And if I say it's 12 o'clock, ain't no 12, no 12.05, no 12.03, I say 12 o'clock, you better be in there before 12 o'clock mm-hmm. or right on the dot. Mm-hmm. If you come in anything after, you out. That, that was my rule. Right. So Boo had a problem with some of my rules, so Boo decided Boo was going to move, move out. Right. And Boo found him, got a place and moved out. Well, Boo was staying with my sister for a state with my sister for a while. Mm-hmm. And then Boo got his own, got the own place. So I know that pronouns are important, and I'm going to come back okay. to what I was going to say. Do you still, I know you call Madison Boo, but do you... Ever call her Madison, or do you say Tim? Yeah, sometimes I still say Tim. Say Tim. Uh, I try not to do it out in public uh-huh. because I, that's not to belittle my child. Right, right. It's that's just, out of that. That's 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 all I know. Right, right, right. And for I I respect my child enough to I you can't change your children. Right. Whatever they decide to do, all you can do is love them and mm-hmm. be there for them. You can tell them you can tell them what you want them to know. And you can't, because I, I tried I try beating, beating it into them, and, and I tried, it was a way I was trying, and it wasn't working. Mm-hmm. Try to beat the lessons in? Yes, and, it, and it, it's not working. It's, mm-hmm. not that, it's not working that way with tell, trying to tell a child what to do. And I was miserable. Mm-hmm. 
because it was drawing, it was pushing my child further and further away. And then I didn't know what was going on in my child's life because I wasn't seeing my child that much, and that that was hurting me more. Mm-hmm. I don't know about with other people, but I, my children are all I have. They, that's all I got. God first and then my children. So from the time that Madison moved out at about 17 or 18, yeah. um, was there a period where you did not communicate? I know she yeah. was living with your sister. Yeah, but. there was a period we didn't. Well, that's when Boo moved from uh, my sister's house and my house. We didn't see Boo that much. I didn't hear from Boo that much. And then Boo, I'm trying to think what was the age Boo picked up and left and came to Georgia. Boo left out, left, because I think Boo came back to my house for a little while, and then Boo left. I'm trying to remember. So when this she is a lot of, with, lot yeah. of time between, because Boo is 40 years old. It's a, right, so when she came back to your house, was she, was she a woman? Has she been mm-mm. transitioning? No. No. So when did you find out that she was transitioning, and how did you find out? That day, at that store. When Dixie. That was that day. That was the first day. So what was that conversation like after you saw her at the Win Dixie? Because you didn't go over to her that day. I didn't see Boo for a while. I didn't see Boo even after Boo didn't. (laughs) 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 I I didn't see Boo. Boo stayed distance Uh from me even after me seeing Boo dressed in the dress. Mm -hmm. Boo didn't come around me Uh for a while. And I think it was. One day I saw Boo and we and we talked and I said, "Oh yeah, I told you I would bust you over when I saw you in a dress, but I ain't nothing. Ain't, it ain't gonna do no good, you know. Mm-hmm. It wasn't gonna do no good, and I just something changed in me. Right, but some time had passed too. Time had done passed. So let me ask you about that day. So after you saw her at the Winn Dixie, what was the first phone call you made, or who was the first person you My told? My sister. And what did you say? I was crying. And what did you say? I told her I just saw Boo in a dress, dressed all up um, like a girl. And what did she say? She started crying at one. We both cried at many times. We done cried together. Mm-hmm. And I asked her, did, did you know? Uh-huh. Did you know Boo was like this? And she said, no. Was gay no. or that she was trans? Both. Okay. Gay and transition. Uh-huh. And she said, no, Lou. And, I, and, I, and as I look back, when I, when I look back over things that I was sitting down you know, thinking back, because people are always saying things over your children. Because my daddy used to always say, you, you got to watch him. He always dancing, and he going to be, you know, waving his hand and stuff. Like he's funny. Yeah, but you got to be careful of letting people speak cursing over your children. Mm-hmm. People's words have got power in them. Mm-hmm. The Bible, as I done learned now with more that I study in the Word of God, that I learned that words have power. Mm-hmm. And it's life and word. People can speak things over your mm-hmm. children and you. Mm-hmm. So do you think that a person is born trans or born gay now, looking back? I don't or- know, but when me and Boo had a conversation, this, this is when everything kind of changed. And I had to say, oh, my God, what did my child have to go through or trying to hide this mm-hmm. from, me and, from me and my... My God, the stuff that my child had to walk... I get full, Craig, even going back over this. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I was sitting there, I was saying, oh, my God, look what my child had to walk through all by themselves. Boo used to always get in fight at school. I never understood. And then Boo, it started making Very smart. And I, and I never understood why Boo would always get in fights at school, why people always want to fight him. Mm-hmm. And now I felt, you know, as, as me and Boo had the conversation, talking about it, Boo explained a lot of things to me. And we talked and we both was crying. And I started crying. 
And I just, the only thing, I, as we finished the, the conversation, all I could do was sit there and think about, oh, my God, what my child went through mm-hmm. all by themselves. So there was a point where Madison moved to Georgia. And yeah, you guys with one suitcase. From Miami. Left with one suitcase. And I cried. I cried when I when Boo walked out of my when Boo walked out of my door to leave. I I won't let him see me cry, uh-huh. but I cried and I prayed every day for my child when my child decided to walk out and go out on their own. Mm-hmm. And um, I cried when my child decided to come this far and live to be up here, and my child didn't have no nothing, just left with one suitcase. Mm-hmm. One suitcase, my child walked. Mm-hmm. I watched my child tell me, bye, mom, I'm, I'm leaving, going to Georgia mm-hmm. with one suitcase. And I prayed with my child, and, and that was it. And I cried. Mm-hmm. And I said, they have to go, you know, you can only go so far with your children. You can put whatever you put in them, and then you have to let them go. I think oftentimes we, when I say we, I'm talking about gay people or trans people. I think oftentimes we think about how we feel. Well, that's another thing. Boo was so selfish at that time. Only thing Boo was thinking about is what mattered to Boo. Mm-hmm. But most of the time what I see, this is what I'm going to say to all, whoever, mm-hmm. that have kids or kids that are gay. Mm-hmm. Don't just think about yourself. You got to think about not, not just what you're going through. Mm-hmm. Your parents are going through. And that was one of Boo's friends' house we went to, and we were sitting out talking like we, me and you talking now. Mm-hmm. And she she broke it down so clear that she was saying about what she shared with her mother. Her mother told it's like you lose. It's like a child is dying. Mm-hmm. It's like a death to a child. You had a boy child, and now they're turning into a girl. And I never looked at it like that. And I was saying, oh my God, that is exactly mm-hmm. what it feels like. Mm-hmm. And you know the thing that I often try to say when I speak to young people, like young gay people or trans people. You have to be patient with your parents. Yes. Because for me, I was 22 years 22 years old when I started to realize that I was suppressing the feelings, mm-hmm. that I was dodging the feelings, that I was running from the feelings. And so if it took me 22 years to get to the point where I was just starting to chip away at this shell that mm-hmm. I was hiding behind or under, you have to give your parents some time as well. I'm not saying oh, you have to yes. give them 22 years, but you can't expect them to be okay in a day or yes. two weeks. And that was what I had to realize with my mom. Yes. Like, Greg, if it took you 22 years, you can't accept, expect her to be yes. okay right overnight. Because it's, I lost friends. I lost right. friends, some family member. They, um, because I, I, I love my child. Mm-hmm. I love my God. I know what the word of God say. I done instilled it in my children, the word of God. And I just tell them, listen, you know the way home. To, you know the way home. I done taught you, and that's all I can do. I don't understand everything in the word of God. I know what it says, and I, I, I honor that. I also know that when my child sits and talks to me and, you know, sharing and being able to come around and listen to you all, mm-hmm. that's where you learn. Mm-hmm. You can't be on the outside judging you mm-hmm. all. Come in and talk. Because mm-hmm. we talk real breezy. Right? Learn, yes. Real and breezy. we learn. Oh, yes, and learn things, because I done learned so much, you know, from mm-hmm. all of you mm-hmm. by sitting down talking to you. And I tell y'all, if it's something you don't want me to ask you, just tell me, Miss Mary, nah, I want to talk to you important. about it. I think it's important to have the conversation. I, I would never say to you, well, no, I don't want you to ask me that, because I think it's important to have those difficult conversations, whether you're talking about... Um, 
to bridge communities between the gay community and the straight community right. or the black community and the white community. Right. The, the only way that you can bridge those communities is to sit is down and conversation. Talk about something nobody don't want to go into. Exactly. Don't nobody want to talk about. Exactly. But that's the only way that you can kind of heal those wounds. Yeah. And sometimes, oftentimes rather, we don't have those conversations because... We don't want to offend. Offend somebody. Or we don't want to say the wrong thing yeah. to a person. And it, it, it just... Well, Craig, you see, I tell y'all to forgive me. I want to know something. I'm going to ask right. I ain't trying... I always apologize to y'all for listening. I ain't trying to be messy. Right, right, right. I, I, I just want to know. I just want to know. What's That's the top? It. What's the bottom? What's the bottom? <laughs> <laughs> and now I know. Now you know. <laughs> now let me ask you this. So... You, you've spoken a couple times about the Word of God and the Bible. It sounds to me that you're kind of leaning more towards it being more of a choice. I don't, I, Craig, I came and said the choice. Because when my child sit down and my child was telling me, Mama, I noticed something different in me at five years old. Mm-hmm. I noticed something different. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, because I, I have a question with that. I, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I don't start to ask God because I done read the word, and mm-hmm. I said, God, I know what it said in the word. You say it's a choice, but there was, some, there was not only my child, mm-hmm. but since my child opened his Facebook mm-hmm. for me, mm-hmm. my, my inbox is flooded. With trans people? That's not trans people. Gay, straight, uh-huh. pe- just... Parents who have gay children mm-hmm. told me, Miss Mary, you have helped me. There was one that wrote me and told me, Miss Mary, you have helped me to go back and apologize to my son, mm-hmm. my child, and try to build a relationship with my child. And I say, I, I, you know, and I cry. I, I used to cry so much, but I had to back away. Sometimes yeah. I still have to back away because some of the, the stories that have been shared with me is so heartfelt. Mm-hmm. And I, they was telling me about how their parents throwed them out at 13, mm-hmm. 14, 15, mm-hmm. 12. And I'm saying, what the heck? How can a parent turn their back on a child because of this? But that child don't even know yeah. which, don't even know what to begin. Right. And who is, the, to me, as I look over me and my child's situation, the best that I feel that who can be the best teacher for my child or to show my child that love, that godly love, is me. Mm-hmm. And matter of fact, I remember praying for seven days. I fasted for seven straight days because I was saying, God, how can I serve you and, and, and my child be this way? Why would you allow this to happen in my life mm-hmm. with me having a child like mm-hmm. this? Mm-hmm. This ain't easy, God, and I, I don't want to fail you, and I love my child. And I remember I, I had done cried so much to my eyes, I done swole so big. For seven days I fasted, and I heard in my spirit, he said, stop trying to change your child and just love him. That's it. And what everybody's seeing on Facebook, the relationship that me and Boo has, is because of God. Mm-hmm. Because if I hadn't listened to God, I saw me and Boo relationship splitting forever, further and further drawing away mm-hmm. from me. I'm sorry, Craig. No, you're fine. I might cry in the middle of some of this because some of these things are still mm-hmm. there because it's hard for me now mm-hmm. with Boo living so far away. And I can't get in the car and just come to Boo's house. Mm-hmm. When I want to, right. or something happened. 
And then when you think about the parents that have lost relationships with their kids. No, the things that has happened with parents, what some family members have come and told me, their brothers and sisters have come and told me how their, their, um, their parents threw their, their brothers or sisters out mm-hmm. when they came and told them they was gay and they ended up killing themselves. Yeah. And, and when you think about uh, the youth that are homeless, yeah. the majority are gay or trans. Yeah. The majority of all the youth that are homeless are gay or trans. Wow. And it's because their parents couldn't accept them. Wow. Just because you accept your... Ch- just because you show your child love and mm-hmm. be there for your child don't mean you agree with everything they do. Right. That means you are a parent. You are a parent before the child is gay or whatever. That's still your child. That's still your responsibility to be there for your child. Regardless, whatever they gender, whatever they, all of that. Listen, God had to help me. So if I know God had to help me to see things and I had to step out of myself, Craig, and I had to step out of myself and put myself in everybody's shoes, people who are not gay. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I had to I had to come out the box. Yeah. I had to come out the box so I can see the picture a little bigger. Mm-hmm. I still believe the word of God. I just have a problem where it say what people choose. Because who would choose? Yeah. Who would Want to choose when I hear the stories and we done cried and cried with some to hear the story and they say, Miss Mary, who want to be rejected? Mm-hmm. Who want to be thrown out? Who want to be treated like they dirt? Who wants that? You want to kill yourself mm-hmm. and I'll be crying because mm-hmm. I was in that then I tried to put myself in that shoe. I won't never understand the struggles of what you all go through, but I can see the struggles I'm, I see. As a parent of a of a gay child, mm-hmm. and the first thing as a as a, a parent and now a transgender child, mm-hmm. the first fear in a parent is somebody gonna hurt your child. Yeah, my mom had the same fear. That's the that's that's your greatest yeah. thing. Somebody's gonna try to hurt your child, and that's my prayer. That's why I say they all all my children are covered under blood. But it, you know what? And I had to look at that a little different too. It's no different than. A child come and you trying to walk a Christian life and live a Christian life and your children are committing fornication. Mm-hmm. So what you do? Because that child committing fornication, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna turn your back on that mm-hmm. child and throw that child mm-hmm. to the side. No, you're not. Right. So that's the way I same way I look at it as right. okay. This one is a little. This one is he's dealing with the a gay situation. So I'm not gonna cast him to the side just like I won't. Catch my other son and commit fortification. The shame, the feeling that, you know, what your friends going to say, what they going to think, because you go through all of that. Mm-hmm. But then you have to get out of there and think about your child. What is my child going through? That was one of the things that I asked my mom when I first told her. I said, well, did you cry? And she said, well, no, I didn't cry. Because about two weeks elapsed. Mm-hmm. Like once I told her, about two weeks passed. We we were talking, but it was just really touch and go. Mm-hmm. Like that was the first year that I had moved to Atlanta, and so she would call me just about every day. Boo was sheltered. Boo to Boo Boo put up a wall. Mm-hmm. Boo had put up built this wall up. Boo wasn't gonna let nobody touch, nobody get in, nobody. Boo had put this wall up so high that nobody could get in, not but, even me. But that's classic behavior when a person identifies as gay or yeah. trans. Typically what happens is we shut everybody out. 
Because, that hurted me more. Yeah, as a way to try to hide this secret, as a way to try to guard this that, secret. That hurted me more than anything that my child was shutting me out. Mm-hmm. Than anything else. And you know, I, I've recently began to understand more about the trans journey. Um, because it really is a different walk. Yeah. It's a different walk. And it's almost like a second coming out. Like you described it earlier as... It's like a, a parent, yeah, like a death. Like a death, like you lose it. Yeah. I never looked at it like that until that girl, what's her name, boo? We went over to the house. Amaya. Amaya. Mm-hmm. And she was talking and she was sharing when she shared with her parents. Mm-hmm. And her mother, she said, her mother said, well, you got to wait a minute. You got to realize that we got to, we go through things too. Yeah, it's like process. a child died. Yeah. I'm losing a Son, right? You know, and 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 you know this, I, I, but as I learn more about trans people, you know, like there was a time. Well, you know how people are sometimes born with both genital. I I saw that one day. I never knew that. I, yeah, intersex. Yeah. What well, they used to call them hermaphrodites. Yeah, hermaphrodites. Yeah. Now it's called intersex. Okay. But just as, if, if 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 both genitalia can show up on the outside of the body. Why is it impossible for it to happen right. inside, where, where you feel wired right. differently? Right. You know, so I have to believe that it's a real thing. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's a real... It does seem like when you're young and you playing mom and daddy, you being the mom and daddy, you... Because you, you, we played all that. Girls playing with girls, being mom and daddy, playing, you know, playhouse. Mm-hmm. That, all of that. And then you, I guess, I, I'm wondering, is that a way of fighting through something? You know, when you playing like that, because I, I think about, I go through all of that, because I know we played mom and daddy with right. our friends, you know, with little chick when you're young, you playing right. mom and daddy to be girl, girl, boy, you know, stuff right. like that. You play like Playhouse. Right. But I, I don't know. I have so many, Craig, I have a lot of questions myself. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things in the Word of God I have questions. Right. And that one right there about... Mm-hmm. It's a cho- it's a choice. So let me ask you this, because for well, I mean, there's only one way to say it. I, I personally feel like there are discrepancies in the Bible, things that just don't make sense. And for yeah. me, I ascribe that to the pieces and portions of the Bible that have been rewritten by mm-hmm. man, right? Um, but it was inspired by the Holy inspired Spirit. Inspired by the Holy absolutely. Spirit. Absolutely inspired by. So for me, it's always become, well, for me, it's become a thing where I have to separate. A lot of people don't believe. They feel that it's too much, it's too much in the Bible that it's not um, there to explain. But I don't, I think God made it that way to not to be explained, everything to be understood by us because then we'll think, we'll think we're greater than God because we can explain, self-explain things ourselves. Mm-hmm. And when I think about how he said when that, you remember when they was building that tower, mm-hmm. and he said if he keep on letting them go, their unity and stuff, mm-hmm. they they was too smart. I believe they think they would be greater than God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, even I, us right now, sometimes we think God give us bless us with knowledge, and some people think they they don't got so smart they yeah. don't even need God. Right. Right. You know. But in terms of you know the Bible itself, I've just come to a point in my life where I realized that I have to separate what I've been taught yeah. about the Bible 
from what I know from myself. There is some wrong. There is some erroneous teaching of the word of God too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 sorry to say it, but it's mm-hmm. the truth. Mm-hmm. That's why there was so because I remember some thing that was told to me about the Bible, and I, and I remember saying, "Well, God, if what they telling me, if I don't have this, then I'm just gonna walk away." Mm-hmm. I'm I'm walking away cause, and and I remember the Bible falling open. To the word of God, I didn't know nothing. I didn't know how to read the Bible, nothing, and it fell open and it answered every question I had mm-hmm. in that word of God. Cause they were telling me about speaking in tongues, mm-hmm. and if you don't have this, you ain't you ain't saved. Right. And I was saying, well, God, I don't have that yet, mm-hmm. but all that has happened to me over the period of time now that I do, and it don't come all, you know. It don't, like I be seeing these people just jump up and just, it don't happen like that. It didn't happen like that with me. But I used to think that was fake and phony. But until it happened to myself, I know it's real. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because it happened to me. And I thought I was going crazy. I didn't know what was going on. I was just crying. And even my, my my other two children was in the house with me when it was happening to me. But would you say that when people shout, or speaking tongues on command, would you say that sometimes it's contrived because they feel like they have to do that? In order but the to Bible, if they, if would you, the Bible say, who is it edifying if you don't have nobody in there to interpret it? It's, it looks foolish to the people who who hearing it mm-hmm. because it's not helping nobody. They don't know what you're saying. You're supposed to have someone to interpret it. Mm-hmm. What you're saying, to have someone to be able to interpret what you're speaking in tongues. Now, that's what my Bible, what I read. Mm-hmm. So you were saying to me one time before, though, that you had actually gotten into disagreements or debates with people from the church yes. about yes. having a trans yes. child. Yes. Yes. They told me I should kill my child. People from the church said that? There were some people who go to church that told me, not at my church, but mm-hmm. there was people who have told me that that was in the church. And they told me I need. They told me I need to kill my child. I need to keep my child away from my other children. Cause if I don't, they're gonna affect the other two. They're gonna be gay. So you have two other boys. I have two two more sons. Right. I had three sons. Who uh-huh. is my oldest one? My the Norris is my and Pookie is a baby. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so, what's their relationship with? They love Boo. Because what I recall from the, the podcast that I did with Madison in September, um, your youngest son has only known her as, as Madison. Now, the baby boy right. has only seen Boo dressed as like Boo right. is now. Because there's an age gap. They, they ten, it's almost 10 years between each one of my children. Right. Almost 10 years. By the time years. he came along, right. she had already begun to Right. Totally transition. Uh-huh. And them two is like two peas in a pot. My my second son saw the transition. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, have they were they always okay with? Well, not the youngest one. I understand the youngest one. They don't have a problem with boo. Have they had any? They don't have friends. I remember when um, Norris was graduating, two of his friends were looking at boo funny, and, and my son would warn them, "Don't play, cause." Uh, that one would, would straighten you right away. So the youngest one said... Don't no, me. my second one. Oh, the second one said to the youngest Tell, tell his friends, warn them uh-huh. about boo. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you know, I've, I often believe... Uh, I really do believe that it takes friends and family members of gay and trans people to defend, to speak up, and to speak out. Because 
the more people can relate to us, the more understanding there can be. All I can you tell will. you is my children are close, mm-hmm. and they don't they don't play about they don't play about um, boo. Mm-hmm. Cause I have a cousin, and he called me one time, and he said to me, "Craig, you know, there's this guy at my job, and he's really feminine, and it just, I just don't know why it bothers me, and like I just don't even look at him, I don't talk to him, and just, you know, it just really, really irritates yeah. me." And so, I said to my cousin, I challenged him, and I think that it requires challenging because I said to him, I said, "Well, you wouldn't want somebody to." be like that with me. No, I don't move the way that you're describing mm-hmm. this guy. But it's still, nevertheless, mm-hmm. you wouldn't want someone else's relative right. to mistreat me or to mishandle me simply right. because I'm gay. So why would you do that to him? We we always... I, let's see. Like, my sister was... My sister had um, friends that, that was gay. They started calling my sister. She was gay because mm-hmm. she hung around. We learned to accept people who they are. Mm-hmm. Not their gender, not their sex, mm-hmm. who they are. Mm-hmm. You gotta see people for who they are. You gotta come. You gotta. You gotta. You gotta be. You gotta come with people right where they are. Mm-hmm. That's like Jesus. He stepped right in, right where you are. Not where you can be. He stepped right there where you are. That's why he say, "Come at, come to me as you are," because you can't change yourself. Mm-hmm. You can't. And I think that I've said this before. Like being gay is a responsibility. It really is a responsibility to educate and teach yeah. those around us that don't understand. But, but it's Craig, impossible to most do that. people shut you. Shit, they don't even. Yeah. I sit and I listen. I I have sat and I have listened to all kind of things, negative things that have been said, and I was saying, "Oh my God, that's what make a parent scared." Mm-hmm. Because when you're sitting there, they don't know if you have a gay child or mm-hmm. not. And you're, and you're just sitting there listening and hearing what they're saying about gay people. And, I'm, and then sometimes I'll say, oh, I have a child that's gay mm-hmm. and trans. Mm-hmm. And you can see it's like a pin a drop sometimes. Right. Oh, really? How do you handle that? I say, I, I don't know how to handle it. I just All I can tell you is I'm a parent. Mm-hmm. I just love my child. I'm a parent first. Right. Before all of that, I just love my child. And um and now, what is helping me to deal with it better? Because the other way when I was dealing with it, it was beating me down. Mm-hmm. It was it was what slowly. What was the other way that you were handling it? I was I was I was just I couldn't I couldn't deal with it. I was like, how can I deal with this? My child is when I'm scared, living in the fear, fear, fear. The phone call ringing, thinking somebody finna tell. My child ain't got hurt. My child is dead. Mm-hmm. So I had to learn to walk after what I'm telling you what happened to me after fasting for seven days. Mm-hmm. I started when God spoke to me in that way. And, and from, said, just remind us, what did he say? He told me to love him. Stop trying to change, change him yeah. and just love him. And this is why I say the relationship we have now has grown into this mm-hmm. because I stopped trying to look at Boo and change Boo and just step where we are right now at this moment. Mm-hmm. And then I started looking at if I'm going to have faith, if I'm going to believe and trust God can do all things, then I got to walk like I believe when I speak. Mm-hmm. So now that's what you see. Now, I don't see all of that. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't see what other people see. I see my child as a child of God. I don't care what nobody else say about my child. Mm-hmm. I see what I want to see. I want to see. You got to see it. Mm-hmm. Before it can come to you, but most of the time we want to have it 
before we see it. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And like I said, because me and Boo have have a conversation, and he say, "Mama, do you think I do you think do you think what did Boo say? Do you think I'm gonna um, get any help?" I say, "Boo, with all this on me, I say, Boo, with all that on you, if you don't change your heart." So she asked you, "Do you think?" I, Boo, I don't know where Boo went. Boo, remember Boo. Boo, remember, Boo said, Mama, do this. I said, you just to stop the sex. Stop having the sex. So she because, wanted to know if you thought that God would accept her into heaven, even with the breast. And yeah, all I think it was something like that. Boo asked me like that. And, and I said, said, Boo, stop the sex. But you said, he, as long as you haven't changed your heart. Your heart has changed. God is concerned with a man's heart. Mm -hmm. Because the, your sin ain't what keep you out of heaven. Mm -hmm. It's rejecting God. Mm -hmm. That keep you from God, from out of heaven, mm -hmm. rejecting, rejecting Him, because mm -hmm. God knew we was going to sin. Because mm -hmm. in Psalm one thirty nine, He said, even bef even before whatever we speak out our mouth, He already know. He, already he knows. So speaking of the sex, how did you find out that your child, <laughs> T. S. Madison, was the big dick bitch? Baby, I got phone calls. Who was the call? Somebody always. There's <laughs> always somebody to call. Somebody yeah. always. Because I, I, Craig, I, I live a simple life. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm, uh, you see, I'm very simple. That's why that child says she's so simple. Uh -huh. Lord, she's so simple. I am. Mm -hmm. I don't like, I don't like trouble. I don't like problems. I don't like, I don't like gossiping. Mm -hmm. I don't like being around people who like to gossip and put. I don't like that. Mm hmm and I I stay to myself. I'm like I told you, I'm close knitted to family. Mm -hmm. I'm fa family art. Mm -hmm. like, family I'm, oriented. Yeah, I don't like a whole lot of crowd of uh, outsiders. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm about my family. You like me though. But when my family when your family go to acting doing some thing or acting shady mm -hmm. and, and messy, I don't like being around messy people. Right. I don't like that. Right. But you 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 definitely close knit and your family oriented. But you like me. I'm really. You like me? Don't you like me? Yeah, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody that come, I treat people the way I want to be treated, and I also look at when I see other other parents that have children like mine. Mm -hmm. I the way I think, I look at how how would I want somebody to treat my child if my child was out there, mm -hmm. you know, and they met my child. I would I treat them like I would want someone to treat mine. Right. That's now, how I feel. Now, who called you and told you that uh, Madison was doing porn? Oh, my God. Was it one of my cousins? Because they be watching all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. They were saying, they called me and said, Louise. Because they called me, that's my middle name. Mm -hmm. Louise, you seen um, what your child doing? I said, what you mean what my child doing? Big dick, big dick. Um, bitch. The big dick, the big dick bitch. Yeah, mm -hmm. something like that. Mm -hmm. And I say, no. And I said, no, I don't want to see whatever he's doing. That's between them and God, because I don't mm -hmm. want to see it. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I don't, I, I, I didn't know, I didn't even know my child was doing um, that stuff, porn. Mm -hmm. I didn't like that. When I found that boo, but Big Boo came to me and told me, said, Mama, I'm going to tell you before somebody else tell you. Mm -hmm. Boo, now that's what Boo started doing. When we, when we gathered this relationship we have, Boo would start coming and sharing with me. I said, Boo, why would you do something that might that you might regret in your life later? Mm -hmm. I'm talking to you if you if you was my daughter. I'm speaking to you as a mother. If you if you were if I, if you would have been a birth daughter, mm -hmm. why would you do something that would cause you that 
you know, shame or anything. Do you remember what she said? No, mama, I don't care about it. I don't care about it. something. I can't remember. That's some long time because this child just turned 40. Mm-hmm. And it's been some long gaps of sitting down. So did you struggle with the fact? I struggled with that point, but I, I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, there was one time that I came to Boo House to spend some time when Boo got the first nose job. Mm-hmm. I think it was a nose job. I was getting a nose job and a and a date came there and Boo said, Mama, somebody finna come over here and I need you to be quiet. I need you to stay out of the way. I was downstairs mm-hmm. and um Cause Boo, t- it's, it's Boo done talked about it. Just back. It's funny now, but it but wasn't funny then. Right. Cause somebody was finna get hurt. Uh, okay. Cause I thought they would hurt my child. Oh, because you could hear them. I could hear uh-huh. the cursing. I could hear the the bumping, the uh-huh. noises, and I was like, "What is going on?" And I had done stood behind the curtain with knives, mm. ready. Cause I was saying I heard the cursing. I thought that was my child crying. Streaming and it wasn't. Come to. F- <laughs> <laughs> I was crying my mess. Oh my not God. <laughs> it's not funny, Craig. I was so angry with Boo. Oh, I was so mad with Boo, and I told Boo, don't you ever bring nobody in here with me and him, right. with me here like this. Right. He said, I told, excuse me, he said, I told that ass up. That's what and I said, oh my God. And we laughed about it later. And I said, Boo, <laughs> this is not funny. You know, we can laugh now, but it wasn't funny then. And I said, Boo, you somebody was about to get stabbed. Right. Well, I, somebody I, did get stabbed. Somebody, <laughs> <laughs> they were streaming. Right. Hollering and cussing. And I was saying, Lord, help me. And I was down there praying. Right. Because I didn't, Craig, I didn't know. Boo, mm-hmm. didn't, Boo just told me, Mama. I'm somebody coming over. I need you to just stay down. Just stay down. And, I, you know, I'm having trouble. I have rheumatoid arthritis. It was cold during that time. Uh-huh. And I can't holler when this cold weather affects my joints real right. bad. And I couldn't holler. Well, and I was getting ready to crawl up the stairs. I couldn't walk them. I was, I was mm-hmm. walking with my hands. And I had knives, but I was this room the way Boo House was. It was a door. It was a room. She tell you about that experience. Oh when yes, I, baby. When I was tricking off with that man. Oh my uh, God. And she was gonna stay out that man. Oh my God. Somebody and I was, was gonna, gonna get it. Love to his good pussy. And I was here to his what? His good pussy. <laughs> I was so. I told Boo. I said I was so angry with he Boo. He had made me a whole nasty piece of change to tell his good pussy up. I don't know if it was good pussy or whatever, but he was gonna get. He was streaming. He was and they was cursing. Well, that's why they I told him to lay his motherfucking ass down and take this big black dick, you <laughs> nasty bitch. All I could hear Craig was cursing. Was cursing. You and then, so I kept hearing this noise going. <laughs> so I said, what is that? <laughs> so I cut the TV. I cut the TV off. And I, and I laid there quiet. And I went in another part of the room. And I can't even say, what my name of? Bitch, shut up or so what? I told that nigga, shut up, bitch. Shut up, you nasty whore. You a whore. You came here to give me this good pussy, and that's what you're going (laughs) to give me. Bitch, you paid me to take this pussy from you. You nasty son of a whore. Whoever he was, he was crying. Lay down, daughter. (laughs) 
he was saying, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And I, and I got quiet to hear, to, you know, because you a, a mother know your, you know your onions. You know your onions. You know them. You know their voice. You know how they, uh-huh. you know, you know. Uh-huh. And I said, uh-uh, that ain't move voice. Right, right. So when the, then it got silent for a few minutes. So I stood behind the curtain. Let me ask you a question, Miss Mary. Would his mother know his onion? <laughs> Craig is not funny. Miss Mary, so wait, at no point did you think, well, maybe they haven't said. No, because I ain't know. Then, okay, when I heard the, I'm going to tear that ass up. Uh-huh. <laughs> then I said, oh, my God, no boo did. And that's what I wanted to say, oh, Lord. And I went over there. I tried to be calm, but I didn't know. And then, the, you know, mm-hmm. At Craig, right then it wasn't funny. It was I was scared. I was nervous. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't. I didn't know Boo. Then when Boo walked down the stairs, was saying I towed that ass up. I said, Boo, what's going on? And, <laughs> that don't make no and sense. And then Boo looked at me and said, Mama, what you doing? Let me tell you something. I introduced my mother to the whole entire aspects of my life. She said she wanted to know all. I let her know all. Like so be clear about what you want to know. Be clear about what you asked her. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and the door shall be open unto you. Did <laughs> that? I sure didn't want that door open because somebody was finna get cut. I'm telling you. She was gonna take out my good day. And then okay. and then Boo saw me standing and said, "Mama." And bust out and went to yeah, laughing. Funny. I was standing there with two knives. Two, and Boo, she was standing there with two hand knives. And Boo that. was that Boo said, Mama, what is you got in your head? And bust out and went to laugh. So, so you saw the boy walking down. I the saw room. him when he when he walked down the stairs, he was saying, Oh, thank you. Thank you. I, I had enjoy. the time of my life. I enjoyed. I had the time of my life, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Baby, I had them. And I had them Timberland boots up to the ceiling of my. I had I them say, things in I the say, air, baby. So I said, "Boo, okay. are you, boo, you was up there having sex with me in this house." I didn't mean to do that, but I had just had a nose job, and I was trying to gather all the coins back. Right, oh right. My, god. my husband had paid for my nose job, honey. You know, he didn't. He had. I had to keep his money. I told boo. Right. One thing about the TS. <laughs> I'm a stashing heifer. Well, I told I'm a frugal. I'm a frugal broad. If you I'm think you're gonna do this again, this take me to a, a hotel. You said take you to a hotel. Take me to. Why a hotel would I take her to the hotel when the man came to me? <laughs> <laughs> and this is another thing. I am so sick and tired of hearing people talking. I tell straight people this: cut the bull crap out. These Negroes know. That these people are not trying to fool these men. Right. These men know because the ones I saw, why if I Craig, the stuff that I have seen for my own eyes, I wouldn't. They have was coming them. around here calling for me, calling for me, saying, "If I had the tears, please pull out that anaconda's. I got to get bit by the snake." If I hadn't seen the things and heard the but things for myself, it's because you know people. I wouldn't have never believed it. Let me tell you something. There's a difference between speculation mm-hmm. and, and knowing. No. Yeah. yeah. Because now I know, and nobody can't tell me that bull crap. Now my mama so be I right there on the front line of defense. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh uh-huh. uh. Stop it. Back that up. But, Stop but it. But see, that goes back to what I was saying a moment ago. There's a responsibility. Because you've taught her, you've educated her, because I talk to my family and educate them, they have the tools now to be able to defend. Right. But see, Craig, there's a difference between talking mm-hmm. 
Ain't no talking because you could tell a mama, you know, this happened, this happened. When you when you I actually see it, it for right. your eye, right. you got to walk in. Life is about walking in right. full experience. I have seen when we out in public. I this mean, is why, hold on, mama, I'm going to let you get this. I know this your interview, but this is why I tell you this. You can't have business conversation with people that don't know how to do business. Yeah. See, them girls sit back and they try to talk about me all day. But what's that word? Perpetuity. Perpetuity that you saw for yourself. Mm-hmm. The TS don't got to brag about that and mm-hmm. this and the other, mm-hmm. you know, because they like to say they like to bring up my money right. when I when I are when they when I when I'm sitting back talking about somebody. Oh, well, you ain't as rich as them. You ain't you ain't right. them people rich. I'm like, baby, I got money. I'm not jealous of them, right. honey. Right. Just because these things didn't work for you, so you ain't walked in the experiences that I done walked in. Right. You don't understand how to plant a seed in the ground and let it sprout up. You 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 used to letting people plant your seeds. I don't plant it mine from day one. And what they don't know, you've been raised to plant your seeds in the ground. Your ten percent. But like I planted my seeds in that nigga's ass up there with them heel, them them them, yes, them timbling boots up there. That's what you was doing. And that's still. A client of mine, when I let him come through, I say, hey, baby. He said, hey, baby, you remember you had my heels to the ceiling? But all I know. Oh, shit. That's what he was saying. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's what he was saying. He was saying. Ooh, fuck me. Then that's when I had to realize that something still was, they was the sex was going on. e still, <laughs> I still was prepared. Yes, she was. But you, know, but you know, like you were saying to me a moment ago, mm-hmm. Madison, like you have yourself set up such that yeah. when you close your eyes for the last time, uh, that my mom, if, if my mama's still living, she can still gather my chickens. Everything I put my name on, I make sure that I, I reap this a benefit on a residual. I'm a business gone. lady. Contrary to popular belief, them, my mama planted a seed in me and them streets watered that. Mm-hmm. When I got out there and knew I had to hustle because I was a queen, a transvestite, a tranny, a faggot, all of the things that I had to be out here in this world, I didn't need nobody to give me shit. My children mm-hmm. been working since they've been five years old. The reason why people be sit up there and, and say things like Madison, because you know the Queen's Court ruling right now. Mm-hmm. And the people like Madison, you got to watch what you say because you know you got to worry about building b- towns. I don't give a damn about them people. Them people ain't gave me nothing. Mm-hmm. I got it from the gate, baby. Mm-hmm. They didn't gave me nothing. I mean, it's cool to be, you know, in 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 the company then, but I, but being in the company, my find out they the phoniest. They phoning in a three dollar fifty cent bill. Cause even sitting here talking, it's like your phone is just chiming, and you like, that's bigdickbitch.com. This is. I'm going to get that. And you said to me. Listen, that's BigDayBitch.com. That's sales I get from the Queen's Court merchandise. Those are sponsors coming in. Those are bookings. All that stuff go on. Baby, I gather all all day, all night long. And I don't worry about nothing with those those gay children. Because it's the gay kids. Because they don't know how to run no business. They know how to do hair. And they know how to do makeup. And so. And that's a good thing. uh But I know how to. I I don't know how to. That wasn't none of my gifts. My gifts. I was gifted in business. Mm-hmm. I could take folding a piece of paper and make an empire out of folding a piece of paper because I know how to do that. And that's the truth. They don't know child, nothing about ever me. Ever since this child been young, you walked child, over, you came out here and sat in my house. Every time this child, everything this child has spoke and told me this child would do, this child has done. I let the children talk while I walk. <laughs> to the and bank to, and always, without even leaving my house. I always try to eat instill, bobo. I always try to instill in my children, let your work speak for you. Right. And you be the best at whatever you do, you be the best at it and do it as you're doing it unto the Lord. I don't and believe I in a red bottom shoe. To the Lord. Mm-hmm. 
at all. I don't believe in a red bottom shoe. I don't believe in a Gucci. I don't believe in a Prada. I don't believe in all that because that don't mean shit to me. Mm. Nothing. When you was young, all that was, but you. But when you grow, when you grow, I was a child. When you did, when you was a child, you thought like a child. But when you became, yeah, I can walk down the street with a five dollar dress on. And have five million dollars in my pocketbook, and I know I got it in there. <laughs> yeah. Y'all got right. that from me, cause I don't care nothing about what. I other don't people. care about that. I don't. I, I always try to teach my children: don't dress for other people. Don't try to. Me. Don't try to be what other people be. Be who you, you are. You ain't got that, cause you, girl, you always you you cheap. You as a yes, I'm cheap and frugal. But when you die. I will contribute to your GoFundMe page. Because <laughs> I care that much about you. One thing, with, with you having this thing on, one thing I would like to... Well, Craig, I'm sorry, because I'm doing one all in two. I'm going, I ain't messing with you no one, more. What I would I'm like to say... What I would like to say to young people is that what I see with our young black people and our black people... We don't sit down and discuss things that we really should discuss with our children about financially, mm-hmm. about things about even with life insurance and stuff. Mm-hmm. We, we're the people that don't want to talk about it. We don't want to talk about death and stuff, life and stuff. But do you know a life insurance can bring you some stability in your life? Yeah. It can bring you out. And, and the Bible says, there's a script in the Bible that say I would leave my... Uh, Leave an inheritance for my children, children, mm-hmm, children. Mm-hmm. These are ways you can do that. Mm-hmm. Not well, only for your children. Man leaves an inheritance. Uh, inheritance for his children. For his and, children. And one way of doing that is through life my insurance. insurance yeah. And what I was telling Boo on your on your platform, Boo, you need to speak on that about mm-hmm. insurance, people mm-hmm. getting life insurance. We as black people, we don't want to talk about that. We don't, don't want to do that. And I hate to see that go fun stuff. Right. Because if you set yourself, my mama trained me and my sister when we was younger, how to put away for life insurance. Mm-hmm. And I was a struggling mom with with children and working them jobs and didn't have even enough. And my mama taught us something. And in her death, with her death and the way she did for us, it taught us something that lived with me for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. And I try to instill that in my children for them to be wise about what you have. I I ain't got much, Craig, but what I have, I value. And all that going out where I see these young people doing, they go and spend all this money on these Jordans. Mm-hmm. Jordan tennis shoes and got four and five pairs. And he, I just learned what a red bottom shoe was. God care less about a red bottom shoe. In mm-hmm. a, a Gucci pocket. But you seen, I had somebody gave me, and that was like, a, that touched my heart so deeply. Somebody gave me a, 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 a Mama, coach pocketbook. Let me say this to you too. Do you understand that when you really truly live your life and you really truly be, I don't, Craig, I'm, and this ain't to me bragging, I don't get up and go nowhere every day. Right. Except get up, go to my computer, or go sit to my table, go in my basement or whatever, and run my business from how I, I run my business. But when you truly, truly sit back and understand that there, if you're living in an apartment in the projects, mm-hmm. There are people around the world that have no roof, no shelter, no food coming in that look at you as the wealthiest thing walking on this earth. You understand what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Do you know that a shoe don't mean nothing? Mm-hmm. But some people There are some get people stuck. sew a shoe, a clothes, a label, a this. Mm-hmm. That don't mean nothing to those people. And All those, a sandwich. 
and a, a cup of water and education, mm-hmm. love and compassion from another human being is is so priceless to them that mm-hmm. this is the thing. You don't even know how you walking around in this world blessed. Mm-hmm. Blessed we to say, blessed. blessed to say, damn, I'm gonna put some on my light bill, but your lights are still on. You got a place yeah. to keep the light, the, the, the lights is beaming through. Right. You know, I don't walk around in this world feeling like, yes, I have things, yes, and I'm always giving. Oh yes, you are. You I'm always, always giving. I have. You're my, I have stuff. Helping somebody. All with the, oh, that's that's because see, I know. That's, that's why more come in. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't because mind spending could, my money on what I feel like is important. As far as like the Saint, like I believe in the Saint Jude's Foundation for them kids with cancer and stuff like that. Now I don't give to the church no more because they support Donald Trump. Them crack, them white cracker mother. <laughs> To support Donald Trump And I watched him on the TBN And I talked to my mom about it I said mama listen I like the, the message that they give Because I believe I have a spiritual relationship With the Father, the Son And the Holy Ghost I don't have a religious relationship right. I say that all the time But That's not what he want anyway So but, let me straighten that out I know God is not interested in no religion Right He's, in, he's, he's interested in a relationship Correct But I don't like You know I sit there And I watch these pastors And support talking about How Trump is a Christian and this and, and then they sit up there and, out, and instead of sending the plate around, the offering plate around they send and say go, go ahead on the pledge your allegiance and, uh, uh, not allegiance but pledge your a new uh, uh, what is that thing they try to get you a, a, annuity pledge your annuity and things like this to us here at the foundation and I'm like nigga are you crazy you just let me know you are Trump's entire campaign entire rhetoric is 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 racist and everything wrong anti women anti gay anti black anti anti everything except if if, if it's not white supremacy mm-hmm. The white male supremacy. So when I see those people on there talking about their Christian like Paula, Paula White uh-huh. and all that stuff, I fall back. I, I used to give in to, to certain ministries because that's the upbringing that my mom has taught us that you give 10% of your earnings. I done found another channel to give my 10%. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'd rather see them children with they with in them hospitals get get help. I'd rather see people with breast cancer, you know, get cured. I'd rather see HIV and AIDS people. I'd rather donate my money and things to those types of places than give my money to people who say, "Oh, when uh, now that I'm in office, I feel like all that type of stuff need to be cut off because they're gonna die anyway." Well, and then these Christian folks over here, these Christians talking about this man, instead of looking deep, they looking from a place of, oh my God, place of judgment, a place of judgment because you really, it really is. They they want him to be anti-abortion, anti-homosexual, anti-all of this stuff. When 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 so many other things fall up under the rhetoric of this man that is detrimental to everybody in this country, even my own mama. My mother is my mother has rheumatoid arthritis, and she had the, the, the she she gets medications, disability, and things like that. That will be three and four and five thousand. Believe if she came off it, I would be out there hustling to get three and four and five thousand dollars a month. That'll be a that'll be an additional hustle I got to pull in to get my mama to make sure my mama medication comes in. it's four but that's what separates me from doing my tithing with those churches because I'm like, especially when I see them when they when I see them preaching in support of the president, I'm like, nah. Mm-hmm. And you you white people stand over here talking to black people who believe deep and de- deeply rooted in 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 this in the spirit, the black church mm-hmm. believes deeply in that, and then y'all over here standing up over black people telling them to give their annuities and give their money and play. 
pledge their they monies and stuff like this. Give, 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 and y'all supporting some system, a system like this. Mm-hmm. It's a it's it's destroying us. I'm sorry, I'm gone. <laughs> but that's just the way I feel about right. that. You know, I, so my going. percentage of my giving and things like that. Because I, I feel that there's so many people lacking. I'm so blessed. Mm-hmm. If I can give a nigga a bag of potato chips in Africa somewhere, I'll get you a bag of potato chips. Here, you need $20. That $20 is like $2 million to you. Mm-hmm. Here. Ten of y'all can get that. Here you go. Here go $200. You feel what I'm saying? Well, so as I was saying, I'm sorry, Mama. They'll go. They'll go spend all that money for those Jordans and all of that. And when it come down to getting some life insurance, they won't even purchase that. But I hate when people be talking about. Oh, she. This person walking around in sixteen thousand dollar boots, and I don't give a damn. I don't care right. about that either. There's people out there with, that wish they had sixteen thousand piece loaves of bread. Are you kidding me? Right. You see, I've been without a job. I've been, I, I've been with when I went through this with this rheumatoid arthritis, and I didn't have no, no income. I watched how God made ways for me. <laughs> We're giving that ten percent. I gave that when I ain't even pay my light bills first, and God always ain't nail one of my lights been cut off. Ain't nothing been cut off. I don't get stamps. I don't get none of those things. God, when I used to get, I prayed to ask God, please don't let me get stuck, cause some people get stuck. And they feel they can't never come out of that. But you can. And as I'm looking at Boo from growing from different stages in Boo life, from that porn, because mm-hmm. Boo asked me, Mama, would you pray with me? After 10, pray, I don't want to do this no more. Mm-hmm. And we pray. I said, are you serious about what you're saying? And Boo said, yes, Mama, I don't want to do this no more. I'm tired of this. And I said, I'm going to pray. We're going to pray. And things change. And I asked God to open another door for Boo. Mm-hmm. And he mm-hmm. has. Mm-hmm. And it's still people fighting. All they keep, all I keep seeing is they throwing back is Boo about that pornography. But that's not who Boo is. Mm-hmm. That's what Boo done. Mm-hmm. And I always tell my child, that's what you've done. That's not who you are. So don't let yourself be stuck there or what other people say about that. Move on. Child, Move that's on. Mama, they think they tell me that. That's a part of my story. That's your testimony. You ain't got no, you got to have a, you got to go through something and have a testimony. And if you ain't never been through nothing, how can you ever say what God done brought you out of if you never went through anything? But they don't understand that's what makes me so great with it because I openly done that. And when you openly share your stuff, nobody can't. Nobody. I openly tell them, okay, I'm through. I openly say that. Nobody done. can hold and you I'm down. And see, the that's the greatest thing the enemy have over us is when you sit and you hide your secret. Because yeah. as long as he can keep you in secret, he, he always got something to hold mm-hmm. you down. Mm-hmm. But when you open up out your secret and share your secret, there's your freedom. Mm-hmm. There's no more, nothing can hold you no more. Mm-hmm. You're free. It's mm-hmm. like you got chains on your hand. And arms, you lock down when you when you holding secrets. And that's whether you're talking about porn. That's whether you're talking about holding the secret of being gay. Gay, everything, yeah. everything, cheating with somebody's, all right, of those, right, right. everything. Because I, what, what I have a problem is that people look at homosexual as the worst sin. But when I read and I posted a thing the other day, there are seven things that God hates. He lay here a lying tongue. Blood, people that shed innocent blood. It's things that God hate, despise, just like abomination. Maybe worse than abomination. But people don't look at those things 
All they point out is people. You know, it's easy when you can see people openly sin. You can talk. Mm -hmm. But when those sins you can't see openly, nobody can see them, but God see them. Them gossipers <laughs> sitting around gossiping about people, mm -hmm. tearing people down, sowing discord amongst the brethren. <clears throat> All those are bad sins. But they don't count that. They overlook that. And I have a problem. That's why some, some church people have a problem with me because I bring all that up. You're talking about them being gay, but what about your gossiping? All these other things, gluttoning and all these things. We don't yeah, talk about those things. Adul adultery. Lusting. Funnification. Stealing. The main one. Well, I have a problem at they'll, they'll talk about homosexual, but they'll overlook funnification. Mm -hmm. And that is about to take the church over. I think that's why I ain't no more power in the church. Mm -hmm. It's so much stuff going on in the church. So much stuff going on in the church. And the, and the judgment gonna start right in the house of God first before on the outside. He gonna judge on the inside first. Mm -hmm. So I'm sorry, Craig. I, I'm, it's some thing that's very tough when it comes down to that kind of stuff. Because I was beat down by the church. I was, I was hurt by the church. Mm -hmm. With because. things they, not only about that with just being me, right. not being being different. Mm -hmm. Don't see things the way they see them. I'm, right. I'm, you know. Because I'm, I mean, the thing, the thing is, and I say this all the time: the church and religion have always been about power and control. Yeah. And so when you don't fall in line with what they want you to think and believe, yeah. then you're the you ain't saved. You're not right. Right. And I stand, I tell my children, I tell my children what's right or wrong. I remember this lady came onto my page and she was talking about, I don't need the, I don't need no title in my name to share the word of God with, you know, with God. But what I see now, people need a title mm -hmm. before they can share the word of God. They prophetess, mm -hmm. evangelist. I don't need all that. I'm mm -hmm. just married. Mm -hmm. I'm just married who want to just share to tell. I can tell you, I can't tell you about nobody else's story. I can tell you about mine. And what he done for me and what he doing for me. And I'm going to love my children. Like I told the lady, you can do whatever you want with your child. I'm going to love mine. So she came on your page to say something? She came on my page to tell me about, um, um, I'm condoning my child. Um, I'm condoning my child. I should be, what, what she trying to say, I shouldn't even be around. What I gather from what she's saying, I shouldn't even be around my child or or. You know, me and my child doing because things together because she, they saying that I'm accepting. I don't like a lot of things, Boo Doo, but can I change them? No. Mm -hmm. Can I make Boo Doo what I tell? All I can do is give my advice. Mm -hmm. But you know for yourself, your, whatever your mama tell you, you still did what you wanted to do, didn't you? Mm -hmm. All we can do is just keep the only thing I got, the most powerful thing that can help my children is prayer. And if prayer can't change, it ain't nothing gonna change. Absolutely. That's the way I feel. I see my teaching in my children. Mm -hmm. Though they may go astray, and they will go astray, the Bible says train them up in the way they should go. They may depart from the, the teaching, but it's there. But you gotta put something in them for them to have something to come back to. If you don't put nothing there, they ain't got nothing. I'm sorry, I talk too much. Have one of your children been in prison? No, I never had to go to the prison for now one of my children. I never had to do those things. I had to the the I always shared my mistakes with my children. Some parents won't do that. They try to act like they had a perfect life. They did everything right. I ain't do that. Cause even my own father told me, Why would you tell them all that? I'm gonna tell mine. I'm gonna tell my children what I done wrong. So nobody else won't have to come and tell them. Whatever I felt they need to know, I'm going to share it with them. 
and I don't want my children to make the same mistake. I don't have no, I don't have no grandchildren of mine on my own yet, but I have a like a step grandchild when my my son is with a girl now mm-hmm. that has a baby, and I love her like she's mine. But they, I, that was my prayer. I didn't want my children having babies out of wedlock, like you know, just like I'm seeing young young men's having babies, babies, babies. But don't nobody see nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But they see something wrong with being gay. Right. But they don't see nothing wrong with all these boys just keep going around here making all these girls pregnant. But you have to speak to a boy, a boy child, just the way you speak to a girl child, because he's responsible just like that girl is responsible. He need to be taught that responsibility as well as you sit down and instill that in that girl. You need to instill that in that boy. Those same thing about their bodies and and going around planting all these seeds and not taking care of them. If this is your first time listening, this has been so much to say. We're available in SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, wherever you can listen to a podcast. Be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button. We're here each and every Monday at 10 a.m. Be sure to share this podcast with your friends, your family, your social media, your network. Thank you for listening. Be safe. Keep loving yourself. Tell your mother and your grandmother. And love your children regardless. Give them that unconditional love. Only God can change a person. Tune in to the Queen's Court, honey. The Queen's Court. (laughs) Find it. Google it. You'll find where we're at. T.S. Madison and Cotton. Tune in to the Queen's Court on Fridays at 6 a.m. Their podcast drops every Friday at 6 a.m. And join me on uh, my Facebook Live. I go live Monday through Friday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yeah, boy, boy.